Hello, and welcome to the Biotech 2050 podcast. Biotech 2050 is a think tank chronicling the disruptions changing the biotech industry over the next several decades. Check out our website at biotech2050.com or on your favorite podcast listening platform. I'm Rahul Chaturvedi, co-founder of this podcast and today's host. I'm also the founder and CEO of Clora. Clora is solving the biotech industry's talent crisis by organizing and providing access to the world's life sciences expertise. I'm excited to welcome two guests from Elevate Bio Basecamp, Andrew Sanford, their president, and Michael Paglia, their chief operating officer. Thanks to both of you for joining us today. Thank you, Raul. Pleasure Thank to be here. having us. So Andrew, let's start off with you. We'd love to learn a bit about your background, the arc of your career, and how you got to where you are today. Thanks, Raul. I've been in biotech for 25 years. I started out as a microbiologist at college and truly fell in love with the science of biology. And then following school, I realized two things. One is as much as I love the science, I didn't appreciate some of the work associated with being in labs. So I decided to pivot and move into a commercial role initially in the industrial biotech area, because at this period in time, which is the late you know, mid-90s, I'd say the biotech industry from a pharma perspective was just emerging. So I was fortunate enough to work for a company that had a particular area that was involved in industrial biotech. I pivoted into a new role that was moved into a venture-financed company that was then acquired and rolled up into all companies, Dow Chemical where I was introduced into the venture capital business within Dow Chemical and was able to be a portfolio leader on technologies. From that opportunity, I moved into a contract biologics manufacturing facility that Dow acquired as part of an acquisition in Rhode Island. And this is where I really got into the heart of biotech, you know, biologics development. And this goes back late 90s, early 2000s. And from there, the following 20 years was really focused in, in companies, both small and large, where we were leveraging technology to build capabilities to help partners bring ideas to the clinic and then commercially. I'd say my last major role before joining Elevate was where I was global VP of business development for Catalan Biologics, where we were just kind of tiptoeing our way into the biologics field. We were able to identify some platform technology and then leverage that to a manufacturing play, which build a capability that supported investments and acquisitions that propelled us to a, a new level at Catalan. Post-Catalan, I did a startup in the oncolytic virus space. And then following that, a stint at a VC where I seeded a RNA company, but then was fortunate enough to be introduced to David Halal and Mike Paglia and this incredible leadership team here at Elevate Bio and really be inspired by you know, a really new vision for the cell and gene therapy area which is the cell therapy area is new to me. So with this team and this ambition and this new opportunity to learn, I jumped at this chance to join this incredible company. And again, but it's kind of stays in partnership with my mission uh, for my career, which was to help companies bring innovation and therapeutics to the clinic and helping patients at the end of the day in both treating and curing disease. So that's kind of my background. And again, excited for this conversation role. Great. Thanks, Andrew. And over to you, Mike. Just walk us through your background, please. Sure. Thanks, Raul. Appreciate it. So yeah, similar to Andrew, you know, been very interested in innovation throughout my career. Started off in about 20 years in biotech, where after my biochemistry degree, went into a startup company that was focused on novel therapeutic antibody development. So started in process development laboratories and brought those processes from really idea all the way through GMP manufacturing and led those groups through commercial manufacturing for those products for, you know, about 10 years. And then after that, 
you know, unfortunately that product didn't work out and got an opportunity to work at one of the early cell and gene therapy companies called Bluebird Bio, where I started very early there with about 30 people and was the head of technical operations. So had the ability to work in an amazing team and lead an amazing team in process development and manufacturing and responsible for all drug products for those cell and gene therapy products. So coming up with the ideas of how to really work with regulatory bodies all over the world with our regulatory team, our development team to develop those commercial processes that are now you know, very proud that they're approved drugs and having worked on those with a team to be able to think about industrialization of cell and gene therapy. So I stayed there. Like I said, it was about 30 people. I left it, I was there for about five years and about 400 or, or so folks before I moved on to a new modality and process development and manufacturing team in oncolytic herpes virus production and manufacturing. So that's where I started to work with one of our co-founders, Mitchell Feiner, and his idea of building a new infrastructure and a new company with our other two co-founders, our CEO, David Halal, and CFO, Vikas Sinha of really a technology company in cell and gene therapy that could industrialize and really help partners and clients and therapeutics advance rapidly. So that's when I joined Elevate Bio with Mitch David and Vikas. Been here for close to four years now, helping to build the team, the infrastructure at our facility in Waltham, Massachusetts, which we call Basecamp. So really, my theme has been just fortunate to have been part of amazing teams, build amazing teams, facilities and capabilities. So again, you know, the team here is just world class and our ability to translate, develop and help partners in, in novel cell and gene therapy. Great. Thanks, Mike. Before we jump into Elevate Bio, to set the stage, walk us through what company creation in the cell and gene therapy space looks like. What's the current landscape? What are the challenges that new co's face? And why does it matter? I've created startup companies in the therapeutics area and in the antibody space. I haven't been into an antibody company. I actually did an oncolytic virus company as well. But in certain areas, there is an infrastructure within the biotech industry that can be supportive of the development of the proper processes, analytical capabilities, manufacturing, almost on a virtual level. A company doesn't necessarily need to build a massive staff of people in order to propel a program into the clinic. More in the cell therapy area and certain gene therapy areas, that infrastructure isn't available. And part of the reason that infrastructure isn't available is because the talent pool that's globally available is limited. And within that talent pool, the level of expertise can be disparate. What companies really need to think about and what companies have done over the past, I'd say five to 10 years is if you're starting a cell and gene therapy company, you've had to build a massive team to support that. And that comes with time and expense and risk. I think what Elevate has done that's different and enabling in a sense is we have every capability that a cell and therapy company would require in order to bring a concept through you know, late stage, I'd say, development into clinical manufacturing and, and then with plans for commercial. You can't find the level of expertise and talent and the depth of that talent elsewhere. And for that reason, I think company creation today in the cell and gene therapy area is different than it was you know, three or four years ago. Where, where we now can be enabling a more light-touch, semi-virtual therapeutics company versus a heavy lift, build a team, you know, find lab space, invest in CapEx, build out manufacturing. I think it's no longer required. So I think the emergence of this new industry is helping to streamline that. 
think Andrew perfectly said it, and it's really why our founders started this company. So, you know, again, Mitchell Feiner, who was one of the co-founders, had started over 10 cell and gene therapy companies after he was the CSO, as part of the CSO of Bluebird Bio, including that company and being part of that inception. So the idea that every time he started one of these companies, and this is common with biotech and cell and gene therapists, you have to find the talents and the teams and the know-how to really accelerate your development. Funding it has a, a limited window. You have to have clinical success very quickly. So the idea was, let's build the infrastructure and the team first. Let's get the talent. Let's go and scale accordingly so we can support our own therapeutics as well as our partners. So it's very common, you know, what biotech is faced with in the cell and gene therapy industry. Our co-founders were faced with that time and time again, and it still exists. And that's why, you know, again, why the company was founded and built in such a way, because we were challenged with the same things that young biotechs are challenged with as well. And some of them, they're doing it great, right? Nothing to say that, you know, what we have here is something very special, of course, but biotech companies know how to build really amazing therapeutics, especially coming from the academia world, where really innovation starts. So it's just the challenge of finding those advanced therapy and that know-how, that technology, and, and to be able to fund it effectively. Yeah, well said. And especially given the growing complexity in what we do as an industry, and you guys know this better than I do in the cell and gene therapy space, the need for tapping into very heterogeneous skill sets at the right time is certainly a challenge and has been a challenge for decades. So that's great. Great context. Let's switch gears and talk a little bit about Elevate Bio, the structure there, and, and what you both are working on at Basecamp as well. You know, we built the infrastructure here in Waltham, Massachusetts. It's really fully enabled, capable cell and gene therapy technology company. So not, under, not only understanding the processes that you need to develop in the analytical development, as well as the GMP manufacturing, but the enabling technology, whether it's our lentiviral vector platform technology that we use for therapeutics for our partners, as well as our own cell therapy capabilities for the processing of these unique cell populations in a GMP manner. Analytical development, which is always something that every company struggles with and has to do right from a regulatory perspective, especially from the bioassay perspective, but also the next generation technologies that empower the new therapies that are coming through the industry and being able to do the development and manufacturing, such as gene editing technology. We know there's the next generation processing with gene editing technology, as well as working in the field of regenerative medicine, having a GMP compliant, inducible pluripotent stem cell line. So these are technologies that we know are critical to the industry and we invested in those so we can offer them to our partners and our clients very early on. So, you know, essentially the infrastructure at Basecamp, our facility in Waltham supports all of those technologies and our partners in that development to help accelerate their programs and really take the burden of the chemistry, the manufacturing and control off them so they can actually work on the innovation from a therapeutic perspective and a research and development perspective. And that's our goal is to really work with our CMC regulatory team to get the design of these processes right the first time to enable the acceleration of those products. And I think from a partnership perspective, we described a little earlier our ability to really customize the engagement to a partner's particular needs. It could be anything from a partner having a gap in their apheresis consulting area, so we can actually provide kind of apheresis support for companies looking to get clinical access. In addition to that, which is kind of a lighter lift, but a consulting engagement, but we can also go 
really heavy into supporting partners that have large demand for cell therapy manufacturing with complicated autologous processes where having full supply chain in place, you know, really strong analytical UC capabilities and an operations team that has experience to execute. We can kind of run the gamut between these very light engagements to something that's fairly heavy and robust and the areas in between. In addition to that, the depth of experience in the process development area, which Mike had mentioned earlier, which I would say, especially in, in the cell therapy space, where modalities can change, you know, depending on what the therapeutic need is. And it's very different than in biologics where you have a standard platform for antibodies, the CHO platform, and, you know, for recombinant proteins, you use E. coli. In cell therapy, the starting materials and the starting points are so diverse and each has its own set of nuances and challenges that if you don't have the experienced team, and I'd say team, it's not individuals, it oftentimes is, you know, multiple people who can come together and design conceptually a process, then execute on that process to generate meaningful data that can drive decision-making in order to get programs closer to the clinic, companies will run the risk of not being able to deliver. But we've been fortunate enough with one example, and it's a partner of ours, Vada, where they've publicly mentioned in working with our technical team, we've been able to identify a path to solving a significant opportunity they faced where we saved you know, a year's time off of their clinical pathway by them leveraging this incredible team we have here in support of their full development program. So the partnership engagement is really important to us. And we really believe you know, that's an aspect that is also helpful. We have the right program for the right partners at the right time. Great. I'm curious with this model that Elevate Bio has been interrogating and obviously seems to be going well, if you think about the next, let's say, two decades in this space, and given that you guys are refining a model that is quite unique in our space, where do you hope that this perhaps this growing trend of decentralization of biotech goes over the next two decades? And, and what are some opportunities that you feel are still perhaps untapped along the way? Personally, we need to continue to innovate and develop therapeutics that can treat debilitating diseases that are is causing too much pain and suffering around the world. I mean, we all have received that call from folks that you know, or your loved ones or friends that you know, are diagnosed with terminal illnesses like cancer. And we have a lot of work to do. I think for us at Elevate Bio, we believe the cell and gene therapy area is going to be instrumental to treatment and curing these diseases. And the best thing we can continue to do is leverage our existing knowledge and technology and know-how, continue to develop new ways to develop these therapeutics and help get those science, that technology and science out to the industry for partners to leverage. And then also to do it in a way which was really efficient so that we can help save time. We can help lower manufacturing costs. We can help our partners bring these innovative therapeutics to patients in need rapidly. And to me, that's really what is most exciting. There's going to continue to be a massive impact in the cell and gene therapy area. And I firmly believe we will be at the forefront of that in helping our partners. Yeah, what's exciting for me is having been involved in the early days of cell and gene therapy development, where when we were developing these processes, we were repurposing 
things like blood salvage devices to be able to wash large volumes of cells or have a gentle wash cycle so the cells that we're processing for the patient would go through that process and, and not be destroyed and could be readministered. So now what's exciting is there's a whole new world of technology out there that's very purpose-built for cell and gene therapy, and we love to be on the forefront of that, working with those technology companies, whether it's a device, a new way to activate a cell, a new way to grow a cell more efficiently with less time and lower cost. Because really, as Andrew said, that's where the benefit's going to come globally for these patients is reducing the cost of goods through process automation and technology. So being part of that evolution, and it's really starting to advance, you know, whether it's high throughput liquid handling or new devices to be able to have these processes self-contained is really exciting for us. And, and that's what we'd like to be part of is not only where we are currently in cell and gene therapy, but help advance the industry, whether it's from a process perspective, a regulatory perspective, or even a clinical perspective and working with our partners. And we share that excitement with the rest of the industry. And I think that's where Young Biotech also, you see a lot of innovation where they're just not doing the old, same old type of thing. They're looking at new ways to differentiate themselves. And that's really exciting. Yeah, I certainly agree. I think we as a sector at this interesting inflection point you know, obviously lots of correction underway across the sector, but, you know, that juxtaposed with all the amazing scientific innovation that our sector is putting out certainly is, uh, is an interesting time for all of us. Andrew and Mike, I'm, I'm curious, I'd love to hear, you know, perhaps one piece of advice that you would like to provide, or you wish you could provide your younger self, given all that you've experienced and all that you've learned over the course of your career. You know, following your passion is really important. When you're engaged in something and it doesn't feel like work, you know, when you're investing time because you really, truly enjoy it and are excited about it is really important. For me personally, I've always appreciated technology and the data and the science that goes into that. Different points in my career, I've had opportunities to invest more time in, in understanding and exploring those areas. But you want to make sure you have a good, solid technical understanding of areas that are going to be important in your, especially in biotech, your career, and follow those passions. When you can invest your time and it doesn't feel like work, that's critically important. Thanks, Andrew. Mike, over to you, please. Yeah, sure. I think it's like having confidence in yourself is so important. And, you know, as Andrew said, very much continue to follow your passion, but don't doubt yourself and just hard work can get you a long way and to follow really what you're, it excites you and what you're interested in. I had a very non-traditional science path where I didn't go for a PhD, but I was able to get into some really exciting development labs and really by reading papers and, you know, had a master's in biochemistry, you know, it's still the ability to just get hands on and get into the lab and really make a difference and work hard and take it upon yourself. And, you know, what I would tell myself early me is just keep trying to work on the problem solving that you know is needed for the type of therapy you're working on or just even the type of science that you're working through. You know, to take the initiative, to, to work hard and do things on your own. And really, I think that's what we look for in folks that work at, whether it's Elevate Bi or throughout our careers, is really those folks that take it upon themselves to help solve these problems together work collaboratively and be able to build these great companies together. We're very fortunate to have folks that we've interacted with over the years uh, at our company. And again, it's that like-minded can-do attitude that helps to advance a company as well as the innovation in the industry. So again, it's just always always thinking about making sure you don't doubt yourself and, and, and keep up the hard work. Great. 
Well, on that note, Andrew and Michael, thank you for joining us today and for sharing a bit about your background and the disruptive model that you all are pursuing over at Elevate Bio and, and Basecamp. Thank you, Rahul. My pleasure. Thank you, Rahul. We appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Biotech 2050. This episode is hosted by me, Rahul Chaturvedi. It's edited and mixed by Megan Lovering. If you enjoyed this episode of Biotech 2050, please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. Also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Biotech2050pod. Again, that's Biotech2050pod. Until next time.